Also, if we go back to the journey of Jesus to come to Bethany to woke up Lazarus, Martha came first because she was the older. And this is the tradition in Hebrew practice and also almost in all the Middle East. Usually we give the honor and the dignity to the older. And this is why Martha came first to meet the Lord. And remember, one of the visits when Jesus was visiting this family and Martha was so busy to prepare food to host Jesus Christ, but Mary came at his feet and started to listen to him. And the Lord told Martha, 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 you take care of many stuff that is not beneficial. But Mary took the great part because she came to listen to the word of God. This doesn't mean Martha was less than Mary, but Martha as the older sister, she is responsible. She has duties to do. So this doesn't mean that Jesus praised Mary and not Martha. Both of them were close to his heart. And as Jesus raised Lazarus on the fourth day after his death, when his body got corrupted and the smell came out, he can raise even on the 40 million day. He is the resurrection and the life. And as he said to Martha, even if one is dead, they shall live again. They shall live again. What I like about Martha here, because some people, many of the time, they talk about Martha negatively. From the visit of Jesus to the family when Mary came to listen to him, but Martha was taking care of the house, preparing food and so on. Many, they dis underestimate Martha. But actually, if you see the answer of Martha here, you know that Martha was highly theological person. How? Because she answered Jesus and she told him, you are Christ, the Son of God, who came to the world. And now there are two persons only who confess Jesus Christ as God. One of them is Martha, and she is a lady, and the other one is Peter. When Jesus came and asked his disciples what the people say about me, everyone, you are Elijah, you are John the Baptist, one of the prophets, and then he asked them, what do you say about me? And the only one cried out. 
And the Lord praised him and told him, No one revealed this to you but my Father in heaven. So now we have two great uh, people in the New Testament, Peter and Martha, the only two who said Christ, the Son of God, Thomas said, my Lord, but actually the clear statement about the faith in Christ came from Peter and Martha, you are the Christ, the Son of God. So Martha was a very, very blessed woman, very blessed one, and if you Go back to the Ezekiel, the reading of today, about raising the bodies. You know, the Lord was talking to Ezekiel, the prophet, and saw him a vision or something true. He took him to the valley and he showed him a lot of bones, means dead. And he described these bones by dry bones. And dry bones means they were dead for long, long time. So, there is no hope. Dry bones died for tens of years, hundreds of years, long, long time. Yeah. So, these dry bones mean they died long, long time ago, and the Lord brought Ezekiel to show him that he is the life and the resurrection, and then he made a new body to those bones, new flesh, new skin, and he asked him to breathe on them, and the life came back, and those dead dry bones had new flesh and a new body and he told him I am the Lord I am the one who can open the grave I am the one who can raise from the grave I am the one who can give life by my spirit I put my spirit within you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. And the Lord here was talking about the dead Israel. And the dead Israel represent any one of us who is away from the Lord. Everyone who is away from the Lord is dead. And they cannot come to God without his resurrection and life. And so Jesus, as he said, he is the resurrection and the life. I am Ego Amy, Yahya E Yahya, the one who was and is and will be. Also Paul was talking about those people who would like to be in the spirit. 
he said that it's better for me not to be in the flesh but to be in the spirit and we can find this in second Corinthian chapter 5 and verse 8 we are confident I say and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord Paul said he was confident that it is better to be with the Lord away from this body because he was very sure that he had the eternal life in the Lord and also we say the same with Paul because Jesus had the promise that he is the resurrection and the life and John when he wrote these words he focused on how Jesus did the miracle of raising Lazarus from the dead and as you know he cried this means emotionally as a human he was in pain because Lazarus was a friend so Jesus as a human he experienced everything like any other human he cried and then he told them where did you lay him where is his grave and as you know as the tradition in this time they used to bury the humans or the dead people on some sides of the roads maybe maybe in the mountains if they are rich enough and they put them in a grave or a cave and they seal this grave or cave by a stone and so the stone was not that light it was so heavy and may need some few men to roll it out so it was very hard for this reason Jesus said to them lift up the stone and when they left up the stone the offensive odor of the dead body came out and this actually was so important why? to prove that Lazarus was really dead physically and the action of the bacteria inside the body started to work and he cannot come back to life because all the organs are dead and started to decay and this is why Jesus also raised him in the fourth day we said before many reasons number one there was this Jewish tradition that the spirit of the dead will hover around the body for three days 
So he bashed the three days and started on the fourth one. Number two, to let the multitude came. There were many people, multitudes, who came to see what can happen. And then he said, lift up the stone. Everyone there smelled the offensive odor. He is uh, uh, Lazarus for sure. He was dead. And his body started to decay. So no one can say Jesus did uh, something uh, that deceived us by. It was a real death. And then Jesus raised his eyes toward the God and gave thanks to the Lord and asked him for the people who were surrounding to believe that God the Father is the one who has sent the Son and he empowered the Again after they left the stone Jesus prayed to the Father for the people who were surrounding him to see and believe that Jesus is the one sent by God the Father. Because as you know, that in the Old Testament or the scripture of the Old Testament, every prophet should be proved by his actions or miracles from God. So they asked Jesus many times, show us, who are you? From where you come? And Jesus said, I will not witness or testify for myself, because the one who sent me will testify for me. And this is what happened all the times by the miracle Jesus did. But unfortunately, not all of them believed. Remember, that this was the last visit of Jesus Christ to Bethany. So this was the last visit to, to Bethany and he brought joy to the hearts of this family by raising Lazarus from dead and give him back to his sisters. The second this was the last trip of Jesus to Jerusalem where he will go to die. The significance here of the Gospel of John is to teach us that Jesus is the resurrection and life. If he could, let's read John 20 about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, verse 1 and 2. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have as I said, Jesus did the miracle of Lazarus to raise him from the dead 
to prove to the people that he is God. He is the resurrection and the life. And as I said, this was the last journey of Jesus to Bethany and Jerusalem, where he uh, went uh, to be crucified for the last time in Jerusalem. It is the same picture about the grave of Jesus, like the grave of uh, Lazarus, and so on. So, what I need to, see, to say here, very important uh, word. Jesus, when he cried out by his high voice, and said, Lazarus, come out. The word cry out in Hebrew is called kol gadula. Kol gadula. And it is the same word God used created in the book of Genesis. For example, when he said, let's do or let's create the man on our image. When he said, this is his voice, the word used in Hebrew is called Gadul. When the Lord said, let be light, the word used called Gadul. And here, with this connection, Jesus said the same words because he used to speak Aramaic, but in some times he used the Hebrew words because the people understand what is written in the scripture, especially the Pharisees and the high priests. So when he cried out to Lazarus to come out, he did gadul means he cried out with his creating word to create a new body for Lazarus and he had a new body because Jesus is alive. Is the one who provides the life. Is the one who created. So here, when we connect to the Bible, we see amazing relationship between the words, between the actions. So the same word God used when he created in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, it is the same word he used when he cried out, Lazarus come out come from beginning or that he gives him a new body we know that Lazarus after that he died and he buried and so on and he was waiting for the last day to be resurrected as a body with the other believers to united with his spirit that is already united with the Holy Spirit to live for ever. 
So, what we learn from this lesson today? We learn that our Lord Jesus Christ is God. He is the Creator. And He is the one who can create from nothing. Is the one who can made the corrupted body a new body. And that's what he did for Lazarus. And as I said, the meaning of the word Lazarus is God has helped or Rabb Mu'ini. This means God had helped him to come back to life, to witness for him. So God is the creator, and he can create from nothing. You need to read Ezekiel chapter 37 today to understand that God can create from nothing, that God can give life to the dry bones to be alive. Also, we learn another lesson, which is trust the Lord, faith in Him. Martha and Mary came to meet Jesus Christ, one after another. And Martha was so sad for sure for the death of her only brother, and Mary the same, and she said to Jesus, if you were here, my brother will never die. And just gave him, give her the word, your, your brother will rise again. And she said, I know that he will rise in the last day. But Jesus answered right away, I am the resurrection and the life. Everyone who believes in me, even if he dies, he will return back. The third teaching today is about the people who came and were around Jesus Christ. What happened to them after? Many of the people there believed in him. But there are other group of people, when they saw the miracle, they went to the Pharisees and the high priests and told them about this miracle, and they were not on the side of Jesus. And this time, the Pharisees and the high priests were trying to plan to catch him, arrest him, and kill him. So what we learn from this lesson, uh, the third lesson that we learn from this miracle is, when we do good for the kingdom of God, when we preach the gospel, when we help the people to come and believe in Jesus and convert, the people are divided into two main groups regarding their feedback or their reaction. One group will believe in Jesus and they will follow him and convert to him to believe that he is the true God, the true living creator. As many Jews surrounded Jesus at this time, 
many of the multitudes believed in him. On the other side, there is another group who are usually used by the devil. So those people went to the Pharisees and the high priest to tell them about the miracle of Lazarus. And from this time on, the high priests and the Pharisees were planning to catch and arrest and kill Jesus Christ. So we have the two groups. Work for the Lord you have written in the gospel or in the scripture is for us to learn two sides some with and some against some with are those who are touched by the Holy Spirit to come to the Lord and the other are those moved by the devil trying to stop or hinder the work of God and building his kingdom so you do for God remember that you will even inside the church if you do for the kingdom you will have two groups those who love the Lord and they understand their position in God and they know that they are heavenly citizens and their work on earth after faith is to build the kingdom of God group the devil is using them to destroy what you do so don't give up at all if you see some people who are attacking what you do for the kingdom don't be upset it's very normal because there is a conflict and a war between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the devil and this conflict and the fight will continue till the second coming of Jesus Christ so be encouraged and don't give up this is what Jesus told us and this is what happened with him as the Lord many times he was faced and troubled by the Pharisees and the high priests and the scribes but he didn't give up now we talk about the current condition of this virus corona COVID-19 which affects most parts of the world and many thousands every day get infected or got tested positive for the virus and also many thousand died people everywhere are worried afraid why because there is no treatment for this virus or even vaccine 
So many cases with low immunity or those who are vulnerable people like the old ones, those who have chronic diseases and so on, they got infected, they will die. So in this dilemma it's exactly like the resurrection of Lazarus. He says to you today, I am the resurrection and the life. So don't be afraid. Don't be weary. Be encouraging all the time. And help the other people also to trust the Lord. And believe that your hope is in the Lord. And remember what is mentioned in the sermon today. Even if we die, it's the sleep of the body. The spirit will never die. That will be resurrected on the last day to be united with the spirit. So be encouraged. The Lord is saying to you, Ego Emi, Ahia E Ahia, I am who I am. Anna Huwal Kain Walladi Kain Walladi Akun. Don't be afraid at all. So what is the reaction of the people? As I said, the reaction is some people are depressed, frustrated, hopeless. And they don't care about their eternal life. But it is a time now for everyone to repent. For everyone to know that they are forgiven. The forgiveness will never come without reconciliation with God and the humans. So if some people hate you or attack you, pray for them. Pray for them and forgive them. And ask the Lord to change their hearts. So returning back to God to be forgiven. And on the other side, there are good people who are the children of God who take advantage of all these circumstances and disasters to preach the gospel more and to help people to repent and to come to believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And again, I repeat the words of Paul, if we live, we live for him. We die for him. And if we live or die, we are His. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understandings, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now let us our face by the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Lord, we come to you in this time of crisis and disaster where many people are worried and afraid for their earthly life. We know, Lord, that everything is in your hand. So, lift up this pandemic from the world and teach the people to come to you, repent, and ask your forgiveness. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, have mercy. We ask, Lord, for the guidance and the wisdom to all the leaders of the world, all the leaders of the churches everywhere, to seek your will and also to do the right steps, helping their people and their congregations to be lifted up and to be encouraged in the time of frustration and depression. Our hope, Lord, is in you. So listen to us in your prayers. Lord, have mercy. We ask also, Lord, for the locations where the infection is intensive and many people suffer and many died that you may comfort their families who died and also to help the medical team everywhere who are doing their best to bless them and give them wisdom so they can treat your human. The humans are your creatures, Lord, and you care about them. So give the wisdom to those who are in a charge and he gives them also the encouragement, the energy, and your will be done. Lord, have mercy. We pray, Lord, for those who are afflicted 
in the body. Those who are sick from all kinds of diseases and those who are suffering from many diseases. You know, Lord, everyone by name. And Lord, touch them by your healing hands because you are the true physician. Wherever they are, by name them, Lord, and we trust in you, Lord, in your mercy. Lord, have mercy. We pray all of this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we know that you are in control of everything and in everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And now we listen to the meditation. Come unto me, weary, and I will give you rest. Come unto me, ye weary, and I will give you rest. O blessed voice of Jesus, which comes to hearts oppressed, I tell of benediction, of pardon, grace, and peace, of joy that has no ending, of love that cannot cease. Come unto me, ye wanderers, and I will give you light. O loving voice of Jesus, which comes to cheer the night, our hearts were filled with sadness, and we had lost our way. But thou hast brought us gladness, and songs at break of day. Come unto me, ye fainting, and I will give you life. O cheering voice of Jesus, which comes to aid our strife, the foe is stern and eager. The fight is fierce and long. But thou hast made us mighty and stronger than the strong. And whosoever comes, I will not cast him out. O patient love of Jesus, which drives away our doubt, which thou we be unworthy of love, so great and free, invites us very sinners to come, dear Lord, to thee. Amen. And now we pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, Aben al samawan. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 
Amen. And now receive the benediction, means the blessing of the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Go in peace and serve the Lord. The Lord be with you and see you next Wednesday for the last for the Lent service on Wednesday. So God bless you all. Pray for us as we pray for you. The Lord be with you.